Adjacent Frivolity, hosted by me, Acid, and Patty. Hey, Patty, what's up? <laughs> Hi, Acid. <laughs> Hi. How are you? <laughs> Uh, you know what? Uh, good, yes. I guess there have been some major events recently. So, you know, yeah. mix, of, mix of good, mix of... Like, we'll, we'll get into it later. We'll get into we have it. A, we have a totally packed and super exciting show for you guys. Um, of course, as we, as, we, as, as we usually do, but this is only the second time we're doing this format. <laughs> but you know what? I'll claim it. I'll claim it. As we usually do, we're going to kick this off with a little bit of football chat, you know? to the peeps who are here for the football we're gonna we're gonna give the people what they want for at least 10 minutes (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna talk about a little bit of football um we're gonna talk about how we've emerged as the iberico of hands because we've had a great run of form against nottingham west ham fulham or nottingham west ham and fulham if i'm gonna pronounce it the way you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the manner of my people, I will pronounce it that way. Um, and also, we're going to touch on the awesome start to UCL. After that, we're going to get into the the real what what you're really here for. If you're kind of yes. you're kind of just kind of here for the football, what you're really here for is the the off pitch cheesiness. Actually, yes. you know, to be fair, you know this this time there's actually on pitch stuff as well. So the rest of the show, it's going to be the shall we say the tale of two Lizzies where we. <laughs> Where we bestow the hey now, hey now, this is what dreams are made of, the Lizzie McGuire Achievement Award <laughs> to Richarlison. And well, you know what? Stay tuned. You'll find out why. And honestly, what the fuck? Or maybe not. Who knows? And we're oh also, you know what? Let's let's muster some solemnity here. And we also wanna see how the players and the club um, are responding to the recent passing of Queen Lizzie. Acid. <laughs> thank you so much for that wonderful intro i may have spoiled it but if i edited this correctly you won't know but we are welcoming once again for first off football our correspondent kumbaya master all-around zen guy that just keeps us focused on the prize toby how are you welcome back to stocking spurs thank you what a pleasure (laughs) i've just arrived (laughs) <laughs> just now <laughs> and not a second earlier not a second earlier only <laughs> and it's perfect because just as a reminder uh we predicted maximum points last time and the reality is we did seven out of nine not bad that is pretty close to maximum and i'm no math guy but yeah i think that's a really really good haul for two two uh london derbies and one of the key focuses for this early in the season is, are we improving fixture on fixture from last year? And without a doubt, we are. Like, we go to Stamford Bridge, we get a point. We go to London Stadium, where we've struggled before, where West Ham has kind of bullied us around a little bit before. We went in, and I think we looked the better team the whole game. And I think West Ham looked a bit toothless. They've had a rocky start to the season. But I think we locked Antonio down pretty well. And I think they played pretty cynically, to be honest. Like a lot of easy diving from them. And they they always do. That's so that's yeah. classic West Ham, you know. Just going for the set pieces and trying to steal one. But yeah, I thought I thought we played pretty well overall, and yeah, I think it's definitely moving in the right direction. So if we are the Iberico of hams, what does that make West Ham? What's like the cheapest ham? No disrespect to ham. I love ham. I'm a ham. Girl, oh yeah, but no. like luncheon meat? Are they like what is this? <laughs> 
Yeah. But not like not like spam lunch and meat. Like you know when you'd have lunch and meat. Yeah, like because spam is like American style bologna sort of thing. Like some sort of Oscar Mayer lab made. You know. Well, uh, that's what they are, and I just have to say that we got this like. We got VAR'd. Um, one of our goals got VAR'd. Uh, the penalty uh, not going our way at that point. And you didn't see us saying the refs up. Just FYI, Chelsea. But anyway, neither here nor there. Acid, you were saying something. <laughs> so yeah, we're talking about how like the best you can ask for is uh, match on match. Is there an improvement? Um, and I just, I just want to say that that's, it's awesome that we think that. Because I think like when I'm watching, when I was watching all of these matches, it, it felt to me like... I've seen, uh, in terms of performances, I've seen much better performances from us, much more um, in-control performances, much more confidence-building performances from us in the past. And I don't think I've really seen that from us yet this season. I think, to me, if there's an improvement to be seen, it's that in the past, when we weren't playing well, we would lose or we would draw when we should have won. But this season, the clearest improvement to me is that our performances have not been good. And in the past, that's turned out badly for us. But this season so far, we're consistently still winning or drawing when we should be losing. So I, I think, yeah, to me, that's that's where the improvement is, is coming from. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. How, like, have we found our swagger yet this year? Almost certainly not. Like, are all of our players firing on all of their c- cylinders? I mean, without naming names, like Sun still has some has some form to find, <laughs> but he's still creating chances. He's had assists. Like, I mean, that's a great sign if we're sort of sometimes it looks like we're playing not to lose rather than to go and, you know, get the win. And, and that's something we did during like Jose's reign. And we ended up losing a lot of those games. So mm-hmm. the fact that we're still getting W's while while looking like this is like pretty I mean, it's a pretty scary sign for when we do start really clicking. I mean, teams are going to be afraid. Yeah, I guess, well, we're not naming teams. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I don't mind. I, no, I, no, actually, I do. I do mind. But I know that, like, every season or after every, like, every season, I, I say that it's the points that matter. And I think we're really, we're picking up, like, a good amount of points. I guess I can't complain too much. But, yeah, I also do miss the really exciting performances and the really, like, we're totally bossing this shit kind of performances and yeah i hope to see more of it but like i can't honestly can't really complain because i think we're, we're doing well considering yeah and i think the defense is worth highlighting as well like only allowing two goals in three games against like fulham went out and drew against liverpool earlier this season i think so it's like these are good sides good attacking sides and I mean, there's that ridiculous Sanchez stat that, like, when Devinson Sanchez has been playing, like, we haven't lost in, whatever, nine years or whatever it is, something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's an accurate Holy stat. crap. Yeah. No, it's not literally um, nine years. It's, but, yeah. I'm going to run with that. I don't care. The View from the Lane did it based on, I'm going to quote them a lot because clearly I've been listening. Um, hi, guys. We love you. But they said it's, like, X number of Beatles albums. Like, they do it by Beatles discography. And the number of minutes, we're like into their, like, I think the White Album already or something insane. Whoa. I'm going to look it up, but you're right. It is practically nine years, which is, so meaning, keep Davinson on the fucking pitch. Mm-hmm. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Oh, my God. And and how the signings have, like, clicked into the team, like, that's a great sign as well. Like, obviously, Vicharlison, uh, there's going to be more said about him, but, like, Romero, where he's at, Kulu, obviously now one of the best attacking players in the Premier League, so... 
like what an arrival for him. That's absolutely incredible. And just the spirit he comes on, even as a sub is, uh, you know, incredible to have. What an asset. So yeah, just to paint the whole picture for you guys, just as Toby was rattling off all of those names, Patty and I were doing every single permutation of finger hearts. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, I love, I love all of the new guys. Oh, and Perisic, holy crap. Yeah, oh, wow. Jesus. Like, his skill, his, like, awareness, his, his calmness. It's yeah. unbelievable the way he plays. It's really brilliant to watch. Yeah, and he has a he has a vibe or a presence that I also find super reassuring when he's on the pitch. And it, it reminds me a bit of the kind of, like, at peak Alderweireld, whenever mm. he was on the team and on the pitch, there was a sense of confidence and assuredness that you'd have. And, like, I'm getting a similar kind of deal yeah. with... It's like elite veteran status. Elitevetranstatus.com. Exactly. It's the built arm sleeve and like the dad and the, you know, older gentleman. I, I he doesn't have to prove anything. I, I know yeah. my shit. You can you're I'm the uncle yeah. here, but it's okay. You know, I, I yeah. I've been through a bit, but also again, reminder, he's two years younger than me. He is not an uncle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's alarming, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget, Kane is still around, guys. Uh, we've got, like, it's in, it's insane the variety of our goals because Kane, assisted by Kulu and his 200th goal at Nottingham Forest away, um, and then of course at the 81st minute, Rick, um, again him assisted this time by Ricardoson. So it's not like Kane is completely absent because at Fulham he also gave us our 75th minute goal assisted by Sassanyon. So. Harry Kane is here to stay, and yet we have all these new boys giving us, you know, a little peppering, salt baying of goals, and I'm, I'm really loving it. Uh, we may have gotten seven out of nine for our Premier League games, but come on, Champions League, that must count for something. First round, 2-0, sure. Marseille at home. We're back, baby, in the Champions League. Ah, it's good to be home. It's, it's, it's yeah, I, I love it. I, I can't believe we missed this for so long and we weren't part of this for so long. So I think, yeah, that's where we belong. Really looking forward to watching the entire UCL season unfold and hopefully we're there until the, until the end and we emerge victorious. Super getting ahead of myself there. But <laughs> come out and say it. Maximum points, maximum wins. Fuck you all. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we have so many weapons now, I feel like, I mean, even in terms of just, not just the components of the team, but for a while we were the nice guys, like with this kind of exciting spark, quite a young squad, we were the, kind of the youngest squad in the team for a year or so, and but now we're one of the more stable top sides, like we've got, we're, you know, we're spending a good amount, which is obviously necessary to success in football, but, you know, that's just the game, so we've, we've had a good portion of that. It feels like a lot of things are really just clicking together at the moment for this season. Toby, I don't want to jinx anything, but I was listening once again to The View from the Lane. They're not even an advertiser. And I think one of the hosts mentioned the stat, and I have to like double check, but they said that no team that has lost their first round, uh, stage, first group stage match, whatever round, has gone on to win the finals. So that's interesting because we won our first uh, game. So does that mean we still have hope? 
I hope so. But just so you know, here are the people that did not win their first round match. <laughs> and again, not naming names, naming names. Chelsea lost 1-0. Liverpool, I think Liverpool also mm-hmm. lost. Trash. Um, 4-1 to Napoli. So, yeah, Man City, they won 4-0. So, okay, fine. But within the Premier League, that means, is it just down to us and Man City? I don't know. I don't know. I love this stat, though. <laughs> I love it. And if it comes down to us and Man City, bring it the fuck on. That would be <laughs> epic, wouldn't it, to meet them in the final? That would be ha! incredible. Oh, and hats, I mean, hats off to Danima Zagreb as well. Like, big shout out to them. I think they're the first team in Europe to beat the top four London sides. They, they've beaten Chelsea, West Ham, Tottenham, and then there's some other club. I can't remember their name. Jesus. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they did us dirty. In the, was that Europa or a conference? I can't even Europe. remember when we went to yeah, Zagreb and we had like 120 minutes to score a goal and we couldn't quite work it out. Um, but yeah amazing start for them as well so maybe we'll I'm, see them in the final that'd be kind of cool hey you know what i'll take it i'll take anyone as long as we get to the final because up next for us at the champions league we're up against sporting cp that did win their first round match 0-3 um, to frankfurt and coming up for us is here comes predictions guys well our man city game is postponed Whew! but also not few we don't know we'll talk about more of that later um, Leicester City on the 18th, and then we face Arsenal away on the 1st of October. Guys, okay, let's pretend Man City is happening, and we have Leicester yeah. and then Arsenal. So for a maximum of nine points, these are pretty tough games to have, and my heart is in my throat just thinking about it, but thoughts, feelings, predictions... Yeah, so I think whoa, I think I'm gonna say maximum points. Yeah, we have a great. We have a no. We have no totally. We have a great like record against City. Like we're there. What's what's the what's the term for the team you keep you can't quite crack? We're their bogey team or something yeah. like that. Yeah, right. yeah, we're totally their bogey team, and they they don't consistently win against us, and we consistently win against them. And I was so hyped for this weekend because I was thinking. This is the weekend that Sun is going to finally break out of his yeah. because he loves the score he against loves Man City. He, he hates them. Yeah. yeah. So I would say, you know what? I, I like our chances. I know they have Holland, but I think we'll we'll figure it out. Like I really I think we're going to win against them and against the other two teams, especially the third team you mentioned. I have no idea who they are. I don't know either. Um, so I think we'll we'll just we'll newcomers. Them, right? Yeah. They they don't have a lot I of tiktok like so i don't know i, I don't know who yeah. this team is so, um <laughs> yeah worse anyway. than the league i think in terms of tiktok likes oh, okay so, okay yeah. got it got it um toby predictions um that's really tough uh yeah i would always fancy our chances against man city leicester has really really struggled this year so we definitely want maximum points against them yeah, I think we can beat Arsenal. Yeah, I, I think they'll be. I think they'll be afraid of us. So yeah, maximum points. It's got to be. Show. What about you, Patty? I mean, after incredible analysis and just looking at all the stats, I'm going maximum points. Or this is maximum. just the way to go. <laughs> we gotta come into this with a fighting spirit, and I'm super excited to see these matches when they do air. But Toby, thank you so much for joining us once again and giving us the Zen and Kumbaya spirit we always need and love. Appreciate your time. Kois, kois, kois. And we are back. 
Stalking Spurs. You're still here with me, Patty, and my co-host, Acid. We just finished getting football out of the way because we have a jam-packed episode for you guys. Unfortunately, uh, due to recent um, events, we're recording this on September 10. As you guys know, things have gone on in the world, and I just want to take a moment of silence to say rest in peace to... Thomas Tuchel's Premier League career. We have our first, <laughs> the first demise of the Premier League. Chelsea, Chelsea's coach, former manager, Thomas Tuchel. Vengeance is ours. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, he got to go. And I feel like Antonio is somewhere scrolling through his Instagram stories, vindicated. Um, yeah, with a super smug look on his face. <laughs> as he deserves. There is this lovely, I think, acid. my feelings and your feelings are best summed up by this Reddit post um, by Rob Howard Reg. It's called, and it's from actually via No Context Footy, and it's a meme. And there is this, for those that don't know this meme, this is originally from, I think, it's a Grant Gustin or something. I forget that that's his name, but he's Flash on CW. And he's crouched over a grave, and they have superimposed Antonio's face to it. And it's a Thomas Tuchel in loving memory of a beloved husband, father, son, and brother, hero of London. Clearly, that is a fake. But yeah, there is Antonio over the grave laughing the last laugh. Yep. Love it. Perfect. It's just it's so perfect. <laughs> I don't, don't care about the guy. Glad to see him go. Um, and in this, just in this, like, kind of casual feelings of joy that he's gone, it was interrupted momentarily with, like, a flash of horror just <laughs> for a bit. Because check out this tweet. It, well, it's a Reddit link, but it, it refers to a tweet that said um, that Graham Potter and Mauricio Pochettino what? are among the candidates or were among the what? candidates. And that I was like, fuck, don't, don't, do, don't, don't do this to us, Papa Poch, don't. But luckily, you know, crisis averted. They went with Graham Potter, which is like Ooh. another like kind of heartbreak. But that's for another yeah. day. I'm just glad that it wasn't watched because I don't think I could. I don't think I could take that. I mean, I, I like how Graham Potter looks. He looks like a really nice, fun uncle. Like just this nice, you know, soft-spoken guy. And yeah. when Chelsea comes a knocking with that money, you can't say no. And like with Brighton, know, come on. Yeah. I mean, sorry. Like, okay, he has now. He's gonna be, you know managing a Champions League team. so And I don't think he would get mad at Antonio on the on the touchline. So, you know what? Peace yeah, and love. Yeah. Peace and love. He seems Graham like Potter. a respectful guy. Congratulations. congratulations. But really, congratulations yeah. too. Uh, exactly. Speaking of congratulations, I think this is the perfect segue into the next, next section of the show. This week's Hey Now, Hey Now, This Is What Dreams Are Made Of, the Lizzie McGuire Achievement Award goes to <laughs> Richarlison. And hear us out, guys. Hear us out. I just want to acknowledge the turnaround in sentiment from us. I think when Richarlison first joined us, Patty and I honestly, and maybe more me, was skeptical. It seemed like he's, we've kind of seen him be a jerk on pitch. How is he mm. going to fit into our wholesome good boy culture but i think the awarding of this award shows just how much we've we've changed our hearts and minds about that so check out this tweet uh, that came out before the champions league game 
Um, and it talks about Sir Charleston on playing the Champions League. I always said it was my dream to play the Champions League, and now this dream has come true. Maybe I can cry because it will be a special moment to be there playing the Champions League, which I only watched on TV. Now, this is precious. I love this. And hold this tweet in your mind as we talk about the events that unfolded after. I'm once again dropping the Athletics podcast away from the lane because they had this really special guest. I'm going to say it really quickly, but she's a Brazilian journalist and she knows them all so well. And she said that Charleston is just like this little child. And when you see this next Instagram post from Spurs Official, you will understand why you see him walking into the pitch, singing the Champions League intro. Come on, this guy. Oh, he just wants to play football at the highest level. Yeah, and he played it so well. Yeah, oh my God. I guess if you're listening to this, for sure you watch the game and we don't even have to tell you that he goes on to score not once, but twice which is insane for a champions league debut isn't that crazy like the score what to perform well is already amazing and you'll remember that forever the score is like the next level of amazing and you'll remember forever to score twice and win the game is something else I mean, I guess it's something about the Brazilians and Champions League because don't forget Lucas Mora, Ajax, Miracle, three goals. You know what, Carlos? Yes. Welcome. Welcome your brace. We love it. And, you know, of course, because he wins twice, he scores twice, we win. Player of the match, tears of joy. The Spurs official Instagram posted Ricarlison X HM Sun. And again, I guess to dispel, you know, there can be two kids in one team. <laughs> we have our Korean <laughs> child and our Brazilian child and arms around each other, joy on their faces. Ricarlison looks like he's like his eyes look maga. In other words, swollen. Mm. And why wouldn't they be? This guy just wanted to play here and here he is scoring yeah. twice. Man of the match. And it's Maga because, of course, he, like, after the game, we saw in real time as it was happening, he goes to the audience and he finds his parents and he cries into his dad's shoulder, which is just, I, I found that extremely moving. It's so, it just makes me feel so happy to see someone who's wanted to achieve something for so long and it actually comes true and they're able to share that moment with their family. So, oh my God, if you want to relive the emotion, just check out this tweet that has the video in question it's it's a beautiful moment and i'm so honored to have you know to have witnessed it i mean it's amazing because apparently ricardoson as a child like sold like ice cream outside the stadium and like his dad was like a cleaner and his mom or his mom was a cleaner and his dad worked in construction and so he really this is like a freaking maalaala mo kaya you know exactly drama the drama driver whose son yes. becomes a lawyer you know what he gets love from his dad, but he also gets love from his work dad or his club dad. Uh, a tweet from Charlie Eclacher says that a quote from Quante is, I'm happy for Ricky. He deserved to have a night like this. I remember when we signed him, he said he couldn't wait to hear the CL music. I said to him this morning, remember what you said. Tonight, you have the chance. Enjoy it. Deserve it. Wow, you deserve it. Oh, you deserve it. And we hear from him eventually on Twitter. He shares that video of him crying to his dad. And he says, it was years of struggle and you were always by my side. Oh, <laughs> I just need to thank you for not giving up on me and my dream. Of course. 
Today, having you here made the moment even more exciting for me. We continue together for even bigger dreams to come. Thanks, Dad. Does this not kind of give you flashbacks to Sonny and his dad? And his dad. And um, the Champions League <laughs> final when we lost and he went straight to his dad and cried to his dad. The parallels are giving me goosebumps. I'm, I'm getting goosebumps. And I really, really hope that Ricky and, you know, Royale and all the Brazilians learn English from Mora because I think the struggle of us not knowing him as a person is because there's no direct, like, easy way to get to know him. And so all these puru-puru pigeon, you know, pigeoning and all these, you know, TikTok memes and all. If it's just a Ricky Sunny show, I'm sorry, you're welcome. We're rebranding as Welcome to the Ricky Sunny Show. <laughs> and uh, he's here to stay. So congrats, Ricky. Congrats. We are so glad. Again, we've always loved Ricky. Same way we've always <laughs> loved Antonio. We have always yeah, loved will. Ricky. No one can tell us otherwise. You will find no evidence to the contrary. <laughs> Speaking uh. of people we love as well, I'm just going to leave this song here because I think our little pony wanted to be another kind of pony. So you know what they say when you love something? <laughs> when you love something, you just want it to be the same forever and never change. <laughs> so guys, we need to talk about Sunny's thirst trap picks. No. So we know Sunny as this wholesome, wholesome, um, <laughs> wholesome boy. Um, For and recently, Oh, I know. And recently, uh, if you're at all on Spurs Instagram or Twitter, you will you will have seen this photo shoot that he did for Calvin Klein undies. Um, and take a look at them if you haven't seen them. And kind of just prepare yourself to see him in a different light. Like, I want to understand this. I really want to understand this. Because he undoubtedly had the most wholesome possible image you could possibly achieve and maintain as a multi-millionaire elite athlete who is objectively very good looking. So despite all of that, he managed to stay wholesome. So like, I don't know. So this is coming as a shock. Is it a shock? I don't know. Is it a shock? Because like, it's a lot of money and he couldn't turn it down. One theory. Like, yeah. SpawnCon is the name of the game. You know, you got to pay your entourage, all your nutritionists, your trainers. So I get it. I get it. Yeah. Money he is a lot key. of Lamer to pay for. Lots of Lamer to pay for. We saw that grower at Sensational. So, or, you know, Calvin Klein, it's a big brand. You know, like, maybe he's a fan of the brand. I, I don't know. Like, iconic ads have gone on. And maybe he was, you know, as a kid, something he wanted. I don't know, Acid. I'm fucking confused. I know. I so I'm wondering, is this like when you know when child stars, when they're a big star <laughs> when they're a kid, when they turn 18, they suddenly take some kind of like very adult, overtly sexual kind of role oh in God. a show Ma- or a film? Mature roles like, na po. Exactly. <laughs> like when D Rads did that play supposedly where he was where there's full frontal nudity. So is it like is this Sonny's own version of that? It's like a hard left to break away from a stifling image. I mean, this is, is a Disneyfication, is right? Every Disney star ends up in like a sex video, and you can't blame them because it's so <laughs> suffocating. But guys, when you look at these, not that sex videos are bad, by the way. Fully consenting adults yeah. do what you want. Do what you want. We're not shaming anyone. In fact, this is funny. a this is a oh. sex positive podcast. Incredibly sex positive. Except for Sunny. 
Okay? <laughs> when you look at these photos, there is bulge. There is butt cleavage. I didn't think I would be saying the words butt cleavage and sunny in one sentence. But here we are. There is eye-fucking the camera. Sunny, we know what you're doing. We know you're trying to be like overtly sexual in a way us titas have never seen before. And guys, this is how old I feel. I am scandalized. I'm not kidding. I keep when when Rick Carlison and sorry to bring him up took off his shirt and got red card, you know, yellow carded. I was like, put on your shirt. Stop making hubad. Hubad means naked. You're gonna get the um, cold. You're gonna you're gonna get Sisi Natin ka. So CNET comes to turns into BNET and you know we just are looking out for your health but really Sunny really I don't know, I don't so know what to feel I can't recover I so at your own risk guys uh, we're against our better judgment we are linking into these not safe for workplace or for TITAS <laughs> um, links just click on the link in the bio maybe we're being prudes you let us know at stalking spurs on Instagram and Twitter tell us your feels I'm sure some people love it the scandalized Dita in me is, I can't believe this. Sunny, put on a shirt. You're hot, but put on a shirt. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Acid, any last words on the bulge and the butt cleavage? I can't believe this. <laughs> I, I have no words. <laughs> I hope he consented to it. I hope he consented. Oh, God. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> He's got to have consented, right? He's got to have consented. Sunny, we love you. Just kidding. We love you. We're supportive. Yeah, if this is what you want. If this to is do. what you want. Yeah. If this is what you want, support Ahantaka. But if this is not what you want, you can stay our My Little Pony forever. Honestly, forever. With your skin, you can stay this cute forever. Oh, totally. Totally. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we end our first segment on that. I don't know what note it is. Is it high? Is it low? Or is it like ominous? We don't know. But between Ricky and Sunny, we're excited to see all the content that this season has to offer. And we can't wait to take you guys along for the ride. We'll be back after the break. Hey, and we're back. So that was an accidental moment of silence. <laughs> totally <laughs> unplanned for. But you know what? It's appropriate. It's totally appropriate. If you are at all tuned in to any kind of social media, you would have seen many tributes to the Queen on her passing. And Spurs and players and wags associated with the club are no different, totally doing the same thing. Um, and yeah, that's, this is a rundown of the tributes that we've seen within the Spurs world. Yeah, Her Majesty the Queen passed away at the age of 96. And clearly she has had an impact on everybody First out of the gate would be an, an a tribute from Delhi. I know Delhi, we miss you. And he posted, you know, one of their official pictures. Uh, R.I.P. Her Majesty the Queen Elizabeth II. And he also reposts a lot of stuff on um, his Instagram stories. I think it's pretty nice and and lovely that he like this one was clearly unprompted. And R.I.P. Thanks, Delhi. Yeah, and one of the first also. And next, there was the official one from Spurs. They shared a really, really nice, like super nice photo, vintage photo, um, along with a caption saying, Tottenham Hotspur joins the nation in mourning the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. And this is what what some people from the club shared on their own socials as well. So they kind of just shared mm. this post. And one example of that is on Antonio Conte's stories. He shared that post with a quote 
presumably from Lizzie herself, saying it has always been easy to hate and destroy, to build and to cherish is much more difficult. And then he ends it saying, rest in peace, your majesty. Love it. Antonio. Harry also came to his Instagram stories and straight straight up from the royal fam account, because, you know, they tight. He's a sir. You know, he probably got the hookup. Uh, he also put some comments in it, uh, which... Sir Harry Kane, always eloquent. My thoughts are with the royal family at this very difficult time. The Queen was an amazing inspiration and will be remembered for incredible years of service to the country. Rest in peace, Your Majesty. Lovely sentiment. Yeah, I think I think it, it almost becomes like a yeah. It almost becomes a reflection of the the person writing when they put something on it. Like how hers mm-hmm. was about service, and we have Harry, who's you know big on that kind of deal. And there's, there's stuff about, like, building and cherishing coming from, like, a manager who's maybe, like, past. Yeah. This is me super reading into things, but, yeah. As we should. Um, as we do. This is why they As we do. Part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, like on that, on this, like, caption. Not that it's a contest, but, like, the caption mm, that not I that particularly it is. enjoy the most. Not that it is. But it wins. The caption it that, wins. that I... Yeah, totes, totes. That I enjoy the most is the one from Eric Dyer. So he he shares a photo of the queen with, uh, with her with two horses, along with the quote, "Grief is the price we pay for love," which, as recent readers of the mm-hmm. book The Palace Papers, uh, we yeah, um, we know that this is a line from a letter that Queen Elizabeth wrote to I guess the U.S. as a nation after nine eleven. And it's just, I, I think it's just, it's a, it's a beautiful quote for, for anyone grieving, right? So good job, Eric. Great choice of caption. Did he read the palace papers with us? Because that would have been awesome. But neither here nor <laughs> yeah. there. Oh, and if he did, can you please like let us know if anybody let knows what his Goodreads know. name is? I super want to know. Anyway, you know what? Anyway. He might be on it. Anyway, from, of course, the players, we also go to the WAGs. Uh, Kate Kane, always our... First Lady of Spurs, uh, apart from the other First Lady, Marine Lurie's, um, posts, thank you for your service, ma'am. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, your majesty. Pigeon, dove emoji, white heart emoji. And it's the it's like a Warhol um, piece because it's four photos of her. Well, technically, it just reminds me because it's the grid, but it's four profile pics, uh, literally profile, the queen's mm-hmm. profile, like her side view. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who don't know, and it's her throughout the years, and it's quite beautiful. And it's it like, is, ugh, I kind of got yeah. shivers when I saw this because it's like, yeah, she's been here through every single thing we knew. She is the one queen I knew in my lifetime, 30 plus years. So kudos to the queen. Um, yeah. Rest in peace, as Kate Kane said yeah. on Instagram. And kudos to Kate for the choice of photo. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like she goes beyond the social media tribute, and the next day we see that she's she's brought her two daughters to Buckingham Palace to lay like a like a real life tribute, and she posts a few photos from it. Um, again, uh, and here I'll I'll forgive the like. <laughs> The absence of faces, she is kind of photographing them, paying their respects, so fine. Uh, yeah, so it comes with a, the caption, paying our respects and honoring the incredible life and devoted service of Her Majesty. May she rest in peace. Uh, rest in peace, Queen Lizzie. And because this is the pod, and I am staying on brand as shit-stirrer-in-chief, it's not in the outline, acid, but I will not finish this pod without saying that all the top, all the clubs, all the English clubs had a tribute immediately after 
like the death happened and suddenly like two minutes later all the clubs have their tributes etc i don't know if this is just either shithousery or you know an accident but one club did not post until september 9 2022 that's a full like almost a day later at like 3 10 a.m time stamp but i think that's 3 10 a.m like singapore time so minus six at least september 8 later on in the day whatever whatever but i kept refreshing the page and it was like four hours later and still like nothing from the announcement and that club is liverpool and i thought Oh, this is because like you know people's club and you know all the you know royal yeah famously left wing place yeah, yeah. Working class. I was like you know are they just you know making a stand here because I respect the I statement. respect that I yeah. respect it stick to your a principles shit, yeah shitstery respect but then they post Liverpool Football Club is saddened by the passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II we extend our sincere condolences to the royal family and they have a photo of her awarding i guess them at some point with some big cup so fine and then they also changed their um profile pic to black as all the other major clubs have done but that just made me laugh lol you're just late like i thought this was a statement thing never mind i wonder if they came to pressure oh there were comments in their last post that came up like where's your tribute literally from their own oh, fans. That, that so, must be it. That must be it. Yeah. yeah. I just thought it was funny. Anyway, on brand, as I always am, shit stirrer in chief at your service. But as you know, and as we all know, we're not in this episode for nothing. This podcast ceases to exist without the BB of the week. And so we bring you this week's edition. Guys, there were so many good ones. I literally had to cut off Three cute entries. Sorry, Bibi Bentancourt to be. Sorry, Lucas Mora. And sorry, Kati Romero. You are in our hearts, but unfortunately, we don't have enough minutes for you. So, starting off, our jam-packed Bibi of the week. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm doing a special mention because it is a fucking gem of an Instagram reel. There is a video, a belated happy birthday to Vivi Kane. And guys, Kate Kane shrouder of faces extraordinaire it is a freaking it's a i think at least a two minute video and there is not one photo of a kid's face it is amazing wow. how she does this is a master class exactly we see though the reason why i'm including this is because we see matt doherty ryan mason and harry kane try and fail to do a pinata <laughs> In the Philippines, this would be a palayok where they blindfold you and let you turn around too many times and try to hit a fucking piñata. Of course, no one's going to get it. And it's just so nice to see Harry, Matt, and Ryan Mason fail and look awkwardly cute in a children's party that is over-the-top encanto amazing. I love it. I want more of these reels. You know what? Never post the baby face. It's okay. Give me these reels where you show all the boys because it's really fun. It looked like a fun yeah. party, I have to say. Belated happy birthday, Vivi. And uh, also belated, but maybe a little bit more recent, happy birthday to Ayla. We haven't seen her on this list in a while, which is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm, I'm, yeah, she should, she deserves to still be on this list. And she really, I'm, I'm glad that she's here now. Check out this. Oh, also prepare yourself because this is, <laughs> <laughs> this series of photos is a journey. Favorite alert. 
<laughs> well, to be fair, birthday naman kasi niya. So, that's why Ayla's front and center here. But anyway, check it out. Toby Alderbarrel says, Happy birthday to my princess, along with a series of photos, which are just absolutely precious. There are four photos here, and they're all extremely cute. There's a great, the second one is sweet. It's them kind of smothering their dad, or their dad smothering their, I don't know. It's, it's, it's smothering both ways. <laughs> and there's a cute photo of them in like, what is this, Sunday best? What is cute. it? He's wearing Amazing. a bow tie and a blazer. And she's wearing it. like a mini Chanel suit kind of outfit. And then there's them <laughs> huddling on the sofa. Anyway, it's, it's an overload of cuteness. And I know we're saying that this is an Ayla, an Ayla um, entry, but... To be honest, it's also a Jace one. He's yes. also really sweet. I'm proud of Toby. There is no Jace erasure. Delay that happy birthday, Ayla. Yes. Um, <laughs> he's listening. He's listening. He's listening. More birthdays, but not a BB. And I have to say, I can't believe we have been sleeping on Kiernan Trippier's kids because belated happy birthday to Kiernan's wife, Charles Trippier, best friend and the best mom to our three children we would have had three kids in bb of the week that i have slept on all these times so it's a multi-story post showing just really cute trippy a kids his son really looks like him down to the curly hair his daughter also looks like him it's a bit creepy and amazing and then if you scroll like four pictures in they're in they're like Newcastle United, all these Newcastle like gear, you know, okay, sure, who owns Newcastle? Never mind, neither here nor there. But the kids look cute in the little kits. There's another one of them with their mom in like, I don't know, like a garden park thing. And again, adorable outfits. More of them just, I'm so excited. And he has a newborn kid. So you know what? I am going to find out these kids' names and welcome Welcome, children, to BB of the Week. Belatedly. Belated. I can't believe we've not featured you all this time. I'm so happy you're here. Moving on to once a spur, always a spur. Once a spurs baby, always a spurs always. baby. Next is from Alex Morgan. She was with us for only three months, <laughs> but she is forever qualified to be on this list. Check this out. Alex Morgan, Instagram photo. It's one thing when you can raise your daughter around powerful women, but it's another when you sign the equal pay CBA agreement with her on your hip. What a historic moment. And look at this, the cuteness that is present at this historical moment. It's just, it's so perfect. Love Charlie Morgan so much. We love you, Charlie. And to give it maybe a bit more context, there's a, there's a tweet here from Men and Blazers um, also about this. Um, and there's just a video of Alex talking about um, being a world-class striker and mom and how she... And she in this video she talks about how like Charlie doesn't really care if she scores or not, <laughs> which is really nice. That's sweet. She has no idea who her mom is. No idea. Speaking of no idea, I still have no idea where Salvi's neck is, and I am loving it. <laughs> Daniela Reynad posted also this wonderful reels. Like I'm so loving the 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 wags going all out with like their content. I'm all for it. And they posted a vacation video. Um, in Marbella, uh, and it's Salvi all over the beach in a pool, just enjoying his life, you know, living the life in a rash guard with zero neck in view. I'm so <laughs> loving it. I never want to see it. May this always be the way we are. Congrats, Salvi. Welcome back <laughs> to BB of the Week. So cute. Um, next, we have a debut. What? Check out Ivan Perisic's Instagram. And this... 
this photo of his baby who we now we know as baby L. Look at this baby and look at his face. And look at his forehead. And look how much space there is on his forehead to take an eyeliner pencil and draw. <laughs> I really want to draw eyebrows on this baby's head. Ah, so sweet. What's your real name? We want to know. But for now, baby L, welcome to the club. Welcome to the club and welcome back to Maureen's hashtags. She is back with a hashtag photo dump, hashtag weekend, hashtag vibes, hashtag London life, hashtag my team. It is a multi-photo post. Maureen Reese never fails to fucking deliver. We have baby Leandro Lloris with such golden locks, like glorious locks. We have him trying to go on like a little like pulley, like, I don't know, thingy. The, the Juju and Leandro, who is like a full-grown adult in the Tottenham. And, and of course, Anna Rose looking lovely with Papa Hugo in the stadium. We have Leandro trying to eat, um, walking around the stadium, uh, a, a, a buffet <laughs> of food, and just walking around an empty stadium because, you know, why not? Oh, and is this them at... Lucas's Lucas birthday Mora's party. Yeah. Birthday. That's so lovely. I love this. I love this. You know their friends. Photo dump, weekend vibes, London life, my team. Welcome back, Maureen's hashtags. We have missed you. Hashtag so. welcome back. Uh, oh my god. But really and it doesn't she has so many hashtags, she has to be on this list more than once. So our next entry yes. is all just to accommodate the hashtags. We have a second entry from Maureen. My girls with a heart, hashtag daddy's girls, hashtag game, hash Saturday, hash coys, hash girls time. And ah, this is a Juliana. Well, I guess it's, I guess it's both girls, but I'm gonna like, for purposes, actually, no, technically it's more Juliana. This is a Juliana centered post. Um, And this is uh, obviously the winning entry. I just want to draw attention to Juliana's kit. So she's wearing Spurs kit, but you will see that it's bedazzled with sparkly flowers, which I kind of love because that's like, if you're a girl that age, you, you want shit like that. And this, this reminds me of Larry, Lucas's yes. wife, has the same kind of bedazzled shirt, but her, her kit is the one that Lucas, from the Miracle of Amsterdam, that she yeah. had bedazzled in these sparkly flowers. So I'm thinking maybe at one of those, like, bring your, your family onto the pitch for the last home game of the season parades, Juliana saw, hey, Tita Larry, I love your kit. Who did this? And it. Larry's like, oh, I'll send you the number of my guy. So this sweet Delegates got her own bedazzled kit from Tita Larry's kit bedazzler. I love it. And the girls are so gorgeous. I just have to congratulate Anna Rose and so Juliana pretty. for winning they're no longer BBs. It's the legits of the week. But guys, the Anna Rose is now wearing a midriff. Like, oh my god, she's wearing a hanging top. Oh my god. Hanging. Oh my god, hanging. <laughs> guys, can, I'm not even Hugo. And I'm feeling like they're growing up so fast. Can you imagine how Hugo feels? <sighs> okay. Oh, deep breaths. Oh deep god. breaths. Takpan ng bimpo. This midriff. Ay, <laughs> Congrats to the Lloris family for never failing to be the cutest. And yeah, you've won our BB of the week. All right. You guys have 
slogged through us through this jam-packed episode. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, what are you doing? Tell your friends, tell your barangay, tell your family and all the titas in your life to subscribe. We've got some cuties. Uh, like, subscribe, comment, share with a friend. Um, we are at Stalking Spurs on both Instagram and Twitter because we're old. And Acid, thanks so much for putting together this lovely, lovely episode. It's been amazing. I, I've loved every single fucking link. Except Sonia and put on thanks, Patty, for your awesome editing skills. <laughs> both we'll of see. the outline and of the actual podcast. <laughs> I live to shitster and edit and we're so excited <laughs> for our upcoming games. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next Thanks. time on Spocking Spurs. Come on, Come on Spurs. Spurs.